welcome to the way I see it. I feature general surgeon Dr. Titus Odedun. I find out how he rose from being a mechanic at the age of 11 to becoming a general surgeon and a multimillionaire in the United Kingdom. My first question was to ask him what exactly was his work ethic? My main ethic is never leave to tomorrow what you can do today. Always get started early and put all, everything you've got into everything you do. Why do you believe in this work ethic? Well, this has stood me in good stead. Over this last 40 years or thereabout, it stood the stead of time because I found following this very simple work ethic, I could accomplish a lot. Uh, things which look impossible become possible just sticking to this simple work ethic. Why did you decide on this work ethic? Well, I, you have to go back to the early 70s when I came to the UK and things were a lot more difficult in those days. And I have to formulate a simple work ethic that I know will stand the test of time and will get me to my desired goal in the end. I came to this country from Africa and my desire coming here was ultimately to become a surgeon. And as you say in Latin, ad astra per aspera, which translates to, to the stars through bolts and bars. It's not easy coming here with just 200 pounds in my back pocket, with no entitlement to any grants in the university, and working my way through partly doing part-time work while I was still studying. And so, but I knew my goal was to, to become a surgeon, and that's what I've always wanted since I was nine years old. Can you give us examples of this work ethic in practice? In reality, never leave to tomorrow what you can do today, start early. I, I woke up at half past four in the morning while I was doing my A-levels and had a quick shower, came down to central London to clean some offices and then went back, prepared myself for my studies and sticking to that simple routine of waking up early, sometimes if necessary with an alarm clock and then getting as much of my studies done as soon as possible, particularly over the weekends when I could wake up in quiet and get a lot of work accomplished. That is the reason and how it stood me in, in, in good stead. How did people respond to your work ethic? Well, most people around me think I was rather odd um, because um, doing some of the things I did, especially at that age and in the manner in which I did it, did not fit into the way a young man would do. Most young men at that stage just want to spend the time wearing designer sh clothes and shoes, going out to enjoy themselves um, and not waking up at silly hours in the morning to, to go and clean offices in central London. They just wanted to have fun.
What obstacles did you face when you started with this work ethic? A lot of difficulties because it's not easy uh, studying, especially uh, in the early days for A-levels and trying to get the desired grace to get to an Ivy League uh, university and to study medicine. So it meant that I had no free time at all because either I was studying or I was doing some part-time work where people of my age on Saturday would like to go and play some football. I was busy working in a restaurant as a washing plates. Um, and over the weekend was the same on Saturdays and Sundays. So there was a lot of difficulty, a lot of um, hard work and perhaps not enough recreation or very little or no recreation. Those were obstacles. And most of my friends thought I was rather odd that there's more to life than work. What do your old friends say now about your work ethic? Yes, some of them, some of my old friends still remain and now wonder who, who was right. Uh, because at the time, I looked very odd and um, non-conformist. Um, and I did things different from everybody else. And some of, looking back today, some of my friends still come to me and said, oh, now we can see what you could see at that time. Is it true you used to clean offices in London? Well, from the time I was doing my A-levels, because I came to this country with no, no entitlement to any grant, because I was not at that stage a, a British resident, let alone a British citizen. Therefore, I had to pay for everything uh, myself. I had very small assistance from back home. Therefore, it meant waking up at half past four in the morning from, you know, digs and Hackney and traveling by the night bus to central London, to Baker Street, to clean offices and, and medical consulting rooms in the, in the, in the, in the, in the 70s. Uh, and then qualifying, doing my internship, then having this focus, which I had since I was studying, that I really do not want to end in the middle. Because in the economy we have, the people who are the top are the only ones that are enjoying themselves. The people at the bottom, the state caters for them, gives them a bit of employment benefit and a bit of um, 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 social security, and they don't pay any tax because they don't earn enough to pay tax. And the middle class, which is mostly professionals, doctors, accountants, lawyers, they are squeezed. So I decided that it's either you at the bottom in which you're struggling, you're paying catch-up for the rest of your life, but you're not paying any taxes, or you're at the top in which you're comfortable and you can afford to employ good accountants, good lawyers, because you can afford it to look after you. I decided which of these three strata in the society I want to be in. Therefore, I decided that the only, the only reasonable thing for me to do is to work myself to the top. So subsequently, after graduating, I took on extra jobs to be able to build a capital to buy my first home. And then from my first home, within three years, I, I managed to buy a second home, which we now call Buy to Let, which I rented out to nurses, and then bought my third home and my fourth home. And 
eventually, these were 10-year mortgages. Having paid off some of these mortgages, I managed to have sufficient net worth to persuade the banks to lend me money so I can buy these same offices that I cleaned years before in central London. These same consulting rooms that I, I was a cleaner and I became the owner. How did you feel about owning the buildings you used to clean? Well, it's, um, it was quite a dream come true because I bought the London Medical Centre um, um, as a going concern um, and it needed work doing to it. And finally, managing to secure enough finance, partly myself, partly through the boys in the city, to buy such a large concern. The first day I walked down to the centre for, hand, for handing over as the owner, I just, just looked back and nearly cried. From the days when I used to come at 5 o'clock to clean these same offices, to now owning the same property, I could just cry. Looking back, would you change your work ethic? In retrospect, it definitely was the right decision. Oftentimes I wonder whether having a work-play balanced life will be better. Because as we say, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But there are, there are faces in life when you have to work as if there's no tomorrow. And there are faces in the end when you have time to put your feet up and relax a little bit more. So looking back, funny as it may sound, I think the work ethic was the right one. And I wouldn't change it if I have to, to do it all over again. I think I would still do it the same way. What's your advice to young people? My advice would be to have a goal. And no matter what, not to deviate from it to believe in themselves and in the goals they've set. Even though times may be difficult, even though their friends may think they're odd, sometimes because the way the economy is shaped now, this new liberal economic um, agenda, uh, that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. As a young person just starting uh, life now, you may need two jobs, sometimes even weekend jobs in addition, to be able to accomplish your goal, not only studying wise, but also trying to be debt free. Um, I will advise young people as much as it's uh, possible not to owe money on their credit cards and whatever little money they could put aside to put it aside and not get carried away with the consumer oriented society we have, at least for a few years until they are, they are well on their way to their desired goal. Thanks for watching. I hope you had some takeaways which you can apply to your own life. Be inspired. See you next time on The Way I See It.